Hey, I'm Andy. I'm Andy. And you're listening to the HMO Podcast. Over 10 years ago, I set myself the challenge of building my own property portfolio. And what began as a short-term investment plan soon became a long-term commitment to change the way young people live together. I've now built several successful businesses, I've raised millions of pounds of investment, and I've managed thousands of tenants. Join me and some very special guests to discover the tips, tricks, and hacks, the ups and the downs, the best practice, and everything else you need to know to start, scale, and systemize your very own HMO portfolio. Now. There's only so far you'll ever get without a business plan. Yet one of the things that I've noticed over the years with my mentees and people in the wider HMO community and the wider property investment community is that they rarely, if ever, have a business plan. And this surprises me because I think business plans are so useful. Having a business plan was one of the first things I ever did. And I still create one for every single business that I build. It's something I often refer back to. It's something that I often go back and update as well. Now, I get why a lot of people don't create business plans. Often they don't know what to actually include. And the idea of building something like this is actually quite overwhelming. It can be quite a daunting task, particularly if you're right at the very beginning of building your business. So in today's episode, I'm going to make it super easy for you. I'm going to share 10 reasons why you absolutely should and must be creating a business plan. Plus, I'm also going to share with you where you can get your hands on a template created by me that you can use specifically for your HMO property business. I've done the legwork for you. I've built the template. All you need to do is download it. Don't go anywhere and please enjoy today's episode of the HMO podcast. Hey guys, it's Andy here. We're going to be getting back to the podcast in just a moment. But before we do, I want to tell you very quickly about the HMO Roadmap. Now, if you're serious about replacing your income, or perhaps you've already got a HMO portfolio that you want to scale up, then the HMO Roadmap really is your one-stop shop. Inside the Roadmap, you'll find a full 60-lesson course delivered by me, teaching you how to find more deals, how to fund more deals and raise private finance, how to refurbish great properties, how to fill them with great tenants that stay for longer, and how to manage your properties and tenants for the future. We've also got guest workshops added every single month. We've got new videos added every single week about all sorts of topics. We've got downloadable resources, cheat sheets and swipe files to help you. We've got case studies from guests and community members who are doing incredible projects that you can learn from. And we've also built an application just for you that allows you to appraise and evaluate your deals, stack them side by side and track the key metrics that are most important to you. To find out more, head to the hmoroadmap.co.uk now and come and join our incredible community of HMO property investors. So today we're going to talk about business plans. Now, I can see you rolling your eyes at me. Come on, Andy. We all know what business plans are. But let me ask you something. Have you got a business plan? Have you got a business plan that's serving you well? If you haven't got a business plan, why not? They're so powerful. They're so useful. They're so valuable. And in today's episode, I'm going to tell you exactly why. And I'm going to give you a shortcut to building your own one. Because I get it. We're often unsure about what to include in a business plan. Often it sounds like something that'll take us ages. And sometimes we think, well, if it's just me and my business, what's the point? So wait, let me convince you. Let me tell you exactly why. And first and foremost, look, there's no successful business in the world that ever got to where they got to without a business plan. Yes, they may have started without one. And yes, you may feel like if it's just you, then why do you need a business plan? Well, that's exactly what I'm going to tell you today. Now, one of the things I see all over the property industry 
is hesitation, is overwhelm, is confusion, is procrastination. And the reason is because people don't know where they're going. And if you don't know where you're going, then how can you possibly know what to do next? How can you possibly try and resolve problems that happen? It's impossible. The people who are most successful have a very clear strategy. And that strategy is documented. And that is exactly what the business plan is for. So if you're listening to today's episode and you're perhaps somebody who can relate to feeling overwhelmed, can feel a bit confused about things, feels like you're sometimes going around in circles, often find yourself looking at something and then looking at something quite different and then something quite different again. If that's you, then you are exactly the sort of person that needs to put this down on paper. You need to put a business plan into place. Equally, if you know where you want to go and you know what the next step is, but you're struggling to make it, then you probably need a business plan because a business plan not only determines what the strategy is, but a business plan sets out the steps, the key targets and actions that you need to take to actually grow and build that business. So if you're scaling up, perhaps you've already started and you're well on down the way, but you're finding it difficult to break through the next ceiling, then it's quite possible that you need a business plan in place, a business plan that tells you, that spells out, that details exactly how to break through these ceilings. So here we go. 10 reasons why you need to put a business plan in place today. First and foremost, a business plan will confirm and solidify your business idea and your business vision. This is where a lot of people struggle. They go around in circles, never being quite clear on what they are trying to achieve. If you don't know that, how can you possibly know what type of properties to buy, what type of properties to create? And if you're looking at different sorts and different types of properties, then you're going to spread yourself too thin. This has to be super, super accurate. Number two, a business plan allows you to set targets, put business milestones in place and put key actions down on paper that'll actually help you plot out the roadmap to building this business. This is essential. These are the steps that you need to take. And this is going to hold you to account every time you're considering a new opportunity or putting something into place or trying something or looking at something. You can revert back and say or ask yourself, is this serving the purpose? Is this what we wrote down? If you write it down, if you know what the objective is, if you set yourself these targets, then it's much easier to go out, follow it. It's much easier to go out and do it. Number three, a business plan will force you to do research in your local market and become a local expert. I regularly talk about the importance of becoming a local expert, understanding your customers, understanding your competition, understanding what's happening in the local areas so that you can figure out how best to implement your business. It's no good just making assumptions about your business model working. You need to put the work in. You need to do the due diligence. You need to know what's happening on the ground and around the area that you want to build your business. It's the only way that you can accurately assess, first of all, whether it's going to work. And secondly, figure out how best to make it work. The fourth reason to create a business plan is because it will force you to figure out what your financial requirements are, how much capital, how much cash you're actually going to need. I like to include forecasts, cash flow forecasts in my business models. Sounds complicated. It's really not that complicated, but we're talking about building a property business, whether it's rent to rent or whether we're actually going to be buying and owning property, we're going to need a lot of capital. And there are a lot of moving parts of the type of business that we're building. So we need to figure it out. We need to put it down on paper. We need to set realistic and objective targets for our finance requirements. And once we do that, the likelihood is we're going to see that that is a key part of the business that we need to focus on. That's going to be an area that we need to actively target. So 
we're either going to have to get very lendable or we're going to have to bring in lots of private finance or we're going to have to find solutions to recycling capital or we're going to need to do it all. If you're a property investor and you're building a scalable business, it's no good just relying on finding good properties and making them look cool. That is important, but you need to actively go out and get yourself into very lendable positions. Get yourself into a position where you've got cash at hand. How are you going to make that happen? Once your business plan has identified what that requirement is, you can then put the action steps in place that you need to do to make it happen. The fifth reason to create a business plan is because it will help you position your brand. In fact, putting a business plan together will actually feed into your brand. It'll help you figure out things like what your values are, what your mission statement is, who your customers are, who you're talking to, what your tone of voice needs to be, what you stand for. All of this stuff is your brand. And the business plan itself can be used as an example of your brand. It's a piece of kit that you can actually give to people to demonstrate who you are, what you're about, why you're doing it. Number six, and I think this is a beautiful segue from the last point, it's a great way to attract investors. If you're looking to raise private finance, if you're looking for business partners, JVs, then a business plan is a superb piece of the toolkit that you can give people to really and very clearly highlight and show them exactly what you're doing and how you're going to do it, because that is what a lot of people are interested in. If they can see the thought and time and effort that's gone into a business plan, and it clearly spells out how are you going to do things, how are you going to solve problems, what the forecasts are, that will get people excited. And that is so much more than anybody's doing. Like I said, I come across so few people who actually have business plans. And then, of course, when they need one, they're scrabbling around trying to get one together. And that is not the best way to create a business plan. In fact, trying to write a business plan on the back foot is very, very difficult. The seventh reason to create a business plan is because it's a place that you can put down your assumptions, you can set those targets, and you can very clearly document what the growth trajectory looks like. That is a measuring stick. And if you're measuring it, it means you can manage it. If you're not measuring things and you don't have targets set, then you can't possibly manage it. So for example, when it comes to setting KPIs, and let's use sending direct to vendor letters out, for example. If you want to target one property every quarter for your rent-to-rent business, then how many letters do you need to be sending out every single month? Well, if you haven't set this down as a target, as a KPI, as an action to take, the likelihood is you're not going to do it. And then, of course, when you're halfway through the year and you aren't on target or you're not anywhere near what you want to achieve for the year, you're going to be sat around scratching your head wondering why. This is why. Because you haven't set those targets, you haven't documented it, you haven't made yourself accountable, you haven't put action steps in place. You haven't put measurable targets in place. A business plan is exactly where you want to put this stuff. Number eight, a business plan will reduce the risk or likelihood that you'll chase the wrong opportunities. This is a massive, massive problem for a lot of property investors. It's so easy to see other opportunities come up, those shiny pennies, very quickly our attention can be diverted and we're following something down a completely different rabbit hole. Having this business plan, almost like a flag in the ground, tells us exactly what we need to be doing, exactly what sort of properties we need to be pursuing, the type of opportunities that we should be looking at, the actions that we should be taking, where we should be looking for them. All of it, it's there in the business plan. Without that business plan, it's very easy to be looking at all sorts of opportunities and very quickly our time and efforts are eroded away and there's very little to show for it. The ninth reason to write a business plan is because it will help us attract employees, it will help us attract partners. Now, I'm not saying we would necessarily give these people our business plans, but when we want to communicate everything about what we are, who we are, why we do it, what we stand for, how we do what we do, 
It's there in the business plan. It's easy for you to refer to. I have so many conversations with people who can't summarise what their business does or what they're doing or what their targets are or what their aspirations are. And a business plan forces you to do all of that. You'll become synonymous with your business plan. And that's exactly the way it should be. And finally, the 10th reason to create a business plan is because it's a great way to actually step back and judge the success of your business, to really judge and honestly look at how things are going. Without a business plan, there's nothing to standardise your efforts against. There's nothing to benchmark your efforts against. And a business plan is just such a good and easy way to track progress. So there we are, 10 reasons why you absolutely must have a business plan, whether you're building a rent-to-rent business, your own portfolio, whether you're JVing, whatever it is, you need a business plan. So if you haven't got one, think about putting one in place today. Now, I get it, there's a lot to think about there. And yes, the idea of writing a business plan from scratch is, for some people, quite daunting. But fear not, because one of the resources that we have created for you at the HMO Roadmap is a HMO business plan template. It was one of the first resources that I created because I think it is that important. So if you are not already a member of the HMO Roadmap, head on over, get yourself signed up. And in the resource section, you'll find amongst many things, the HMO business plan template. It's a template that you can customize. It's fully editable. All of the questions that you need to answer to make sure that you're putting the right information into a business plan are there. So it covers the business overview, explaining who you are, why you do what you want to do, the problems that you're going to have to overcome. It talks about your elevator pitch. It talks about detailing your target market. It asks you where your target location is, the type of tenants that you're targeting. All of this detail that you need for a concise and effective business plan is there waiting for you inside this template and much, 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 much more. You can add to it. You can remove from it. You can do what you want to it. You can colour it pink if you want, but it's there for you so that you don't have to do the hard work of building your own template from scratch. That is it for today's episode of the podcast. Thank you so much for taking a bit of time out of your day. Thank you for tuning in. If I can ask you to do me one huge favour before you dash off, I would appreciate it so much. Could you leave a quick review of the podcast? It really does help. And if I'm honest, it makes me feel great when I see nice reviews and you guys saying great things about the podcast. Of course, it does help us bring more great guests onto the show every week. So you don't have to listen to me ramble on every single episode. Also, don't forget I'm on hand over in the HMO community with our members. It's a great place to find support and guidance. And if you just want to see what else is going on inside the HMO industry, then it's a really good place to be. And of course, if you want more than just the resources, if you want the expert workshops, if you want the deal stacker, if you want case studies, if you want a full 60 lesson roadmap from me teaching you step by step how to build a profitable and scalable HMO property business and much, much more, then it's all waiting for you inside the hmoroadmap.co.uk. Go and check it out. That's it from me. Don't forget, I'll be right back here next time. So join me then for another installment of the HMO Podcast. Mm -hmm.